0: Ching, indeed, yes, welcome in everyone. This is the full 10 yards betting podcast. Hope you're all doing very well. Hope you're all ready to make some money in week two of the NFL. Uh, week one's come and gone. If you'd have followed us last week, we were three, uh, three and four on our next uh, naps and next best. So let's uh, let's welcome in uh, Adam, who was two for two out of that three out of four. Um, made loads of money last week, Adam.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, obviously, as you say, two out of two on here. Um, did. I was about even on on Touchdown Tips website. I did pretty well on um, a couple of other tips though, and had a nice one in play. I had Josh Kelly in play for was um, it Josh Kelly? It's Josh Kelly, isn't yeah, it? For the yeah, Chargers, yeah, Josh, I had him yeah, in, yeah. in play at twenty to one. Um, so yes. that that topped off the weekend nicely.
0: Nice. Uh, just a quick a gloss over. So we are going to be dedicated this week to make it a ten minute podcast because that's what we promised you last week. <laughs> but we gave you two. We gave you two hundred and fifty percent extra extra on top. But <laughs> uh, yeah, last week, week one fabs of ten and six on the handicap. Nine out of the sixteen were overs. Eleven favourites. One on the money line. And eight home wins. Interesting to see there's an even split there on. There. Obviously, we mentioned no home midfield advantage. Uh, eight and eight. Obviously, home teams last week. Um, the only the other couple of t- kind of takeaways that I took from week one: Baltimore and Kansas City. Can Confirming uh, that their head and shoulders pretty much above the rest. Uh, probably can throw the Norwegian Saints in there, but obviously no Michael Thomas for the for the foreseeable future. Though he's yeah he reckons he's going to go Monday, but uh, no, I don't. I don't personally think so. And then on the other side of things, uh, the Jets are absolutely terrible. Um, eight to, I got eight to one during the week for um to, for them to win the to to win. Yeah, the number one <laughs> pick in the twenty one twenty twenty one draft. So yeah, I thought that was that was pretty good, eight to one. So um, any takeaways from you, Adam, before we move on to uh, to week two?
1: Um yeah, it was surprisingly good football. I thought it was a lot better than I was expecting. There wasn't as many penalties as um I thought there really would be. I thought it was a good chance that um it would have been awful football. But yeah, we did did fairly well on the whole. Um my Bengals weren't terrible. Um and obviously they've they've only played this week, which we'll cover in a second. But yeah, in in whole, I thought the the football was good. Um there was a fair fair bit of touchdowns, I said. Totals just slightly to the others, so nothing too much difference there. Yeah, it was all good.
0: Mm. It felt, felt like there was more points than just the uh, the nine overs out, out of the 16, but um, mm. yeah, obviously you don't need to know what the result was or see what happened on Thursday Night Football because Adam's already taken his Joe Mixon uh, jersey down from the wall from last week and has already burnt it, so um, you, can, you can tell what the result was from that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, back, Bengals did backdoor cover for anyone that uh, did uh, Bengals on the handicap, which I quite fancied. I tweeted out on my personal account at Tim underscore Monk F10Y, uh, and then Tyler Boyd was the guy that got the touchdown for that backdoor cover, uh, which I also fancied well so if you did follow that well done to you obviously um, cleveland and cincinnati sharing out 65 points 35 to 30 on thursday night football there uh yeah but that was a good game and, as well
1: and yep yeah. if you followed my stuff on my website you had um uzama over 22 and a half yards that came in fairly easily and i also mentioned him to score he was six to one to score admittedly i mentioned a few guys so i won't be claiming that one but um unfortunately he's done for the season now because he snapped his Achilles which is terrible for him he mm. was looking really good this year
0: mm. yeah you could tell when he when he, uh, when he caught the ball as well you could see the the, the ripple and the it yeah was it was just,
1: horrible it's disgusting and he uh, still he still pushed another yard forward after yeah. that even though he'd done that to himself which is meant to be one of the more painful things you can do yeah
0: no, absolutely. Right, okay, then let's look at it. Two week two, then. Uh, 16 more games on the docket, obviously, for the rest of the week. 15 games left, anyway. Uh, we we'll start off with Dallas. Uh, total uh, here, it was, was 50 at the start of the week. It's now 53.5. It's probably mm. a bit higher than I wanted it to be. So, in, I, yeah, I'd, I'd be smashing the over 50, but um, obviously it has gone up a couple of points. Now, Atlanta Falcons, three and a half point dogs there. Um, I, I'm sure... I. They, be plenty of people taken out on the back of uh, although yeah, both teams kind of got steamrolled a little bit in, in week one uh, Buffalo Bills travelled to Miami My, Miami are five and a, uh, five and a half point underdogs there at home in the Sunshine State 41 and a half is your over under they say these will be going uh, flashing across your screen uh, Carolina Panthers travelled to Raymond James Stadium to take away uh, to take um, to Tom Brady and he, and he, in his home opener. Quite liked the uh, Scott Miller 5-2 any time there, should uh, Godwins and Evans both miss out on that one. Uh, Denver travelled to Pittsburgh, obviously off the back of a bit of a short week. Both teams on a short week. Um, no Philip Lindsay in that game. Um, imagine that one would be a low-scoring game. Um, Aaron Rodgers have to feel we'll be eating once again at Lambeau Field at home in, in his own home opener. Quite enjoyed uh what the performance he put up on the, on the Minnesota Vikings. he's um, an interesting price on, on uh, SkyBet. Mm. I think it was um, to throw for 300 yards, uh, two touchdowns and Green Bay to win was 20 on that, 29 to 10, uh, just short of three to one on that one actually that was score if I remember correctly. Uh, a couple of any times there that stood out Quentin Cephas, who received double-digit targets um, against Chicago last week. Uh, he' 7 to2 any time Devontae Adams, who should again at least see the end zone at least once here he was 10 to 11. Um, Tennessee. Many people's favourites uh, lock for the week, uh, home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, Tennessee, though, coming off of a short week. You have to imagine with no AJ Brown in that game, though, uh, they would just be feeding uh, Derek Henry the ball over and over again. His uh, over underline in terms of rush yards is around about 120 on, on Skybet. Uh, I don't know if you can find yeah, anything you else. I can on get that? lower. Can you? What, you, what was uh, the, I definitely
1: can. 100, 106.5 on Cobble.
0: Okay, there you go. Smash, um, which is that. way off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, way off. All the rest, are 119. Like you said, all the rest are pretty much 119.5. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, nine to four for two touchdowns, ten to one for threes was the was what I found. Uh, I think I was on Corals as well, but uh, obviously again, make sure you uh, shop around for your prices. Um, the Rams were three point. I think three point favorites early in the week um, as they travelled to Philadelphia. the other uh, way around. Was it the other round? around? F- f- what, Philadelphia three point Yeah,
1: uh, Eagles. Eagles opened as favorites. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 1.5 now is the line. Anyway, uh, and the over/under there is at 45 and a half. I expect quite a few points in the Minnesota Indianapolis game. We've got two defenses here that aren't e uh, everything, but in the word, in the in the sense of the word. Um, Obviously, Jonathan Taylor uh, standout bet there for me in terms of touchdown scorers. Uh, even money. I, I think obviously with Marlon McDowall, he he should certainly find the end zone. But uh, it could be a it could be a Paris Campbell game, Ty Hilton game as well. Because I say there's not going to be anything in, in in the way of defense on this one. Two's for Paris Campbell who saw a lot of targets last week. And uh, Ty Hilton thirteen to eight. And uh, <laughs> I suppose, Adam, if you if you say the words by Eddie Hock, I'm going to come around to your house and absolutely throttle you.
1: <laughs> no, I, I would have done, but um, I've already checked his odds for this week. He's down about ten to three, and I can't be taking him though odds. I only only like him because he's normally ten to one, twenty to one. I, you get, and yeah, he obviously didn't score last week. He had a couple of receptions last week.
0: Do you get do you get email reminders every week on do that sent you straight to your email inbox on my oh, account <laughs> Um yeah, I wish.
1: I wish that'd be brilliant. <laughs> no, I have to check them myself. No. Um, love the Jonathan Taylor though. Where uh, Dalvin Cooks Evans as well. Uh in fact everything on Jonathan Taylor I like this week. Over sixteen and a half receiving yards. Over fifty seven and a half, I think it is, uh rush yards. It's um lowest oh, so you can get, get on those. That. Um, yeah. I like I like both of them. Mm. I think he's gonna he think he's gonna have a great week. Um yeah, I'll uh I'll talk a little bit more about that again when we get to Naps and next best. Oh, very nice.
0: Uh, Giants did, I think, I thought they did some okay things against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Uh, they travelled to Chicago. I actually fancy a bit of an upset maybe in that one, but they are uh, five and a half point underdogs as they travelled, let's say, to Chicago. Mitch Trubisky saving, probably the fourth quarter saving his career there, I, I would have thought personally. Um, interesting game over in uh, in the other New York team. Uh, New York Jets hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously the 49ers are without uh, George Kittle. Um, I thought um, the, the bookies didn't miss anything there with Jordan Reed. He's 11-4, to four, Uh for the uh, for any time touchdown score, obviously a former red zone slash TD machine uh, over when he played in Washington. Be interesting to see how much he, he he snagged a few targets last week as well. So um yeah, eleven to four. I didn't think you can go get a lot worse than that. Um, right, Raheem Mostert was uh, better than evens. Obviously ripped off a big one last week against Arizona. um I've put it here thirteen to ten, possibly printing money. But you don't agree, Adam.
1: No, the Jets have got a good run defence. Um, obviously, it's only one game in, and but they were ranked number two at the moment on DVOA. And last year, I believe they were a top 10 run defence as well. So um, he, he might be able to do it through the air. Obviously, he did last week with a massive, massive run. But I wouldn't say printing money as such. I think he, he should get it, of course. But um, yeah, I'm not altogether sure. Uh, you can get over nine and a half receiving yards for Mostert if you think he's going to do that. He had four receptions last week, obviously, including that big one. Um, Jordan Reed, I managed to get 11-2, to two. I know that doesn't help anyone, but um, <laughs> as soon as the news came out, I jumped on Skybet and got that, and Ross Dwelley is the other uh, tight end there, he's now at 16-1, to one. Um, again, long shot, but um, yeah, he's probably going to be the second tight end, possibly the first when Jordan Reed goes down injured, because he tends to do that.
0: Uh, some other ones. Obviously, Brian Brandon Ayuk is back. He was 11 to 4. I found Kevin Coleman 23 to 10. Obviously, didn't play as much last week uh, in San Francisco because of the, the obviously the bad air quality. So it'd be interesting to see if they ramp him up mm. before this one. Uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers is well worth noting that they stay in New York for, uh, to face the Giants next week as well. So they'll be staying on the East Coast. so no traveling for them uh, next week, depending on uh, you know, depends on what the handicap line is for that. Then moving over to uh, Washington, they travel back. Uh, they go from east to west, so they go to Arizona. Obviously, the concrete of San Francisco uh, they are seven point dogs are uh, the Washington football team uh, I think Arizona could slaughter that, that team uh, I think the uh, Washington the Washington football team took advantage of some, some injuries there. I think Arizona uh, will have more than enough for them uh, and then we go to Kansas City and LA Chargers they travel to uh, as they open up the SoFi Stadium uh, in their colours uh, interesting stat I found Andy Reid uh, when eight, eight and a half point favourites is 12-4-1 on the unders um, so obviously the line there is now eight but I thought that was quite an interesting one. We mentioned last week, Adam. Um, obviously, that uh, tar- the charges. You probably want to be playing uh, the unders on their on their games.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they obviously had a solid defense against the Bengals last week, and offensively they're awful. We um, yeah, we kept them to sixteen points. They couldn't really do much. They targeted Mike Williams a lot, so he's probably one to look for. Um, but it, with Tyrod, it's either run or chuck it downfield to Mike Williams. There's not a whole lot of in the middle stuff for him, so yeah, I think I think unders is probably a decent one to maybe go under on them, Chargers team total rather Mm. than um, the total overall, because the Chiefs weren't even trying last week and put up 35, 37, whatever they did on the Texans, Um, Mm. so yeah, I, I wouldn't it, it, it feels weird taking the unders on the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it kind of goes it's kind of an oxymoron, is not it? Um, talking of the Texans, mm. they uh, they open up at home to to the said Baltimore Ravens. They are seven point favorites. Uh, Baltimore Ravens on the road over under there is fifty. And then Sunday night football is a rematch of Super Bowl forty nine. New England Patriots travels to Seattle. I've got a bit of an upset here. I reckon the Patriots. Uh, win the game outright, and I will certainly be taking plus four uh, over under. There is forty four and a half. I quite like the unders on that one as well. Patriots, um, did you did you see the, the quote last week that Raheem Morris, the uh, the defensive coordinator for the Falcons, said that they they, did, well, they didn't game plan for uh, for Seattle throwing the ball? I thought that was quite interesting. I mean, as part you, you've got to at least it
1: seems. <laughs> plan for yeah, it seems a bit. Seems a bit stupid, doesn't it? But I, obviously they haven't done in his, historically. They no. don't bother until the fourth quarter. But everyone's demanded um, to let Russ cook, and uh, they, they right. seem to do that. I mean, going for it on fourth and one and throwing a bomb to DK Metcalf and things like that. It's not what we expect from the Seahawks. But we've known everyone knows they're capable of it. Mm,
0: oh, that, that phrase has really annoyed me all this week. Let Russ cook. God,
1: oh, let Russ cook. Know. Yeah. Oh my God
0: um anyway yeah no I mean, the, the Seattle I think the Seattle result was is a tiny bit skewed because I think, I remember seeing somewhere that the the Falcons didn't convert any of their for their fourth downs or something like that and they fumbled and and I, I think it, the, although the Falcons' defense wasn't great and they got run over a little bit, I, I think it's a bit, bit maybe a bit tighter there. But I, I fancy the Patriots to win that one on Sunday Night Football. Um, rounding us off on Monday Night Football, the Vegas Raiders uh, open up their new stadium, Allegiant Stadium, in the, in, in the City. They welcome the Saints, obviously, like we mentioned, without Michael Thomas. And uh, the next guy stepping up there, uh, Manuel Sanders, who had a touchdown against uh, Tampa Bay. Obviously, first up, he's seventy-five. Anytime, Traecon Smith, thirteen to five um as well as uh one that's like i thought it might be a bit bigger than that but again the bookie's not uh, not taking any chances on that one no. uh, another stat that i saw that was quite interesting Talk about the tampa bay Buccaneers, uh teddy bridgewater obviously um they're, they're traveling to raymond, raymond james stadium teddy bridgewater is 14 and 2 on the road against the spread uh but i, th- I thought obviously he said that he's been with the saints and, and minnesota obviously in better, in better days mm. he's not had the uh had better teams in the Carolina one that he takes. But I thought that was quite an interesting stat uh, probably leave that game alone. But I know certainly the Buccaneers will want to, uh, to, to banish the ghosts of, of week one against the, uh, against the saints. So um, yeah, that's, that's your gloss over kind of, of, of week twos, the betting lines and say, so they'll be scrolling across your screens as well. Um, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with us with your best bets, um, which we will get onto very shortly indeed, yeah, you can contact us at Full Ten Yards or at Touchdown Tips on the Twitter. Right, let's get to our best bets then, Adam, as we try and steamroll. Oh, well, I don't know, I haven't, caught, I haven't kept any time, but hopefully we're going under 10 minutes here, but we shall see. Um, <laughs> You're your, your... about
1: 15 already.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, okay, no, what's, your, what's your nap?
1: Yeah, nap, um, we mentioned it earlier, over 49 points in the Colts versus Vikings game. Uh, the Vikings' defence was... Absolutely terrible last week. I think it's going to take them a few weeks to settle down. Um the Colts obviously have got a decent offensive line. The Vikings got no pressure last week on the Rodgers. He didn't get sacked at all. So um Rivers should have time to do what he wants. And they've got Jonathan Taylor starting this week, who admittedly, I don't think he looked that great when he came in last week, but he's gonna be he's gonna have known all week that he's starting this one and yeah, behind behind that offensive line he should pretty much dominate, and I thought Paris Campbell got a fair bit of the ball. Way Hilton made some important drops last week, which really cost <laughs> the Colts the game. Yeah. Um But the Colts, um they dominated that game. They were by far the better team. They won in all the stats. Um I think they can put up points, but then defensively, you saw that they messed up a few coverages themselves. The Vikings did well in garbage time coming yeah. back last week, so I think over 49 is good. I do like Colts um, by three, but I prefer the the total there just because of Zimmer as the coach of Vikings, he's going to have destroyed his team last week after that performance.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was a bit sport. I, I felt I was a bit sport for choice. I didn't really know which one to plump for in terms of the nap. I thought there was a couple that I, I, I'll make sure I'll, I'll note some uh, honourable mentions uh, towards the end. But uh, I think Alvin Kamara, any time touchdown at 10 to 11 against the Vegas Raiders, I think, obviously, with no Michael Thomas, I think um, just a shade of odds on. Uh, therefore, uh, Alvin Kamara. I thought you know, as a guy that scored, did he score two? And then got top one taken away from him. I think I think he'll score again because mm. uh, he's pretty much that offense. And so yeah, um, yeah, I think he should be a bit shorter than that. Considering, you know, I could have quite easily gone for Derek Henry and, and the Titans to win in a win cast which is I think one to two. But no one's really interested in one to two shots. So um, tried to try to keep it as as close to evens as possible for those that, that are interested in those kind of uh, in those kind of bets. Uh, right. Okay, Adam. Next best for week two.
1: Yeah, a um, bit of a tough one. I've gone for the Lions, plus six against the Packers. Um, the Lions have actually covered four of the last five games in Lambeau. Um, last year, they lost by a point. The year before that, they won 31-0. Um, and obviously, they were they were dominating the game against the Bears last week for three quarters of the game. And then Matt Patricia decided that he'd sit back and, um, and just let the, the Bears come back into it. Whereas... This week against the Packers, he knows he's not going to be able to do that because Rodgers, as you said, should up, should put up points. I don't, I don't trust the Packers' defense. I don't think they're great either. So I think Matthew Stafford should eat as well. I think you, if you're looking for request bets on that one, you could probably do 300 yards for each quarterback and be sitting fairly pretty. Um, Kenny Galladay obviously isn't there, which is a, which is a worry. But Marvin Jones is there. Uh, DeAndre Swift really should have scored twice last week. Um, they. He, Drop that catch at the end that any of yeah, us could have awesome. made. Yeah. So yeah, Lions plus six. I think basically the Packers are overrated. Lions are underrated. I think the Packers took advantage of a very very poor Vikings defense last week, mm. and uh, Rogers took advantage of me slacking him off on Twitter to kind of show me that I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. I I, I think I'd, I'd leave that handicap alone, and I'd probably go the overs on that one. Um, certainly with the defenses. Um, my next best, I've gone got a bit creative. I've gone New York Jets under seventeen total point team points, nineteen to twenty on Betway and Ball Sports. I can't see this team scoring double digits. They were awful last week. Um, they, they got a bit of garbage and, and and scored a touchdown or two. No Lev Bell, no Jamison Crowder. They've literally got no one. Uh, on that team sam Darnold's not looking great he needs he needs Randy Moss and Calvin Johnson and all the rest of them to, to line up in that team to be able to do anything but um yeah you know the, as, as Lawrence mentioned on the podcast earlier in the week, the human cockroach Frank Gore uh, will probably run the ball an uh, uh, insurmountable amount of times um, i can 't remember who the running the Ballage they brought in as well Jesus I mean look, look at the, listen to the names i i 'm reading out there and you you think this team are going to it 's going to score more than ten points um yeah under seventeen because you get the push for seventeen as well, which is obviously two Touchdowns and a field goal. I think they didn't they score 17 last week as well.
1: Um, yeah, I can't remember to I be think honest. 20, 27, I and 17 against, that, yeah, Buffalo i my and brain for
0: um, better things than that. Yeah, no, I think because I, I obviously had Buffalo as my, as my nap last week and uh, I think they won by 10, but uh, yeah, it was never, we're never in oh, yeah, doubt. And the, I think the Jets were, were flattered to, to score 17. So under 17 there, 19 to 20 with Betway in ball sports. Uh, a couple of honourable mentions for me that overs in the Dallas Atlanta game. I know obviously that failed me last week. Um, oh, yeah. There was there was um, there's plenty of opportunities to score. There it was just a few. Uh, it was a bit of a weird game, uh, and I certainly think both defenses obviously we're banged up with uh, no Van der Esch and no Sean Lee, um, and obviously Blake White Jarwin's out as well. But the Atlanta defense is not is not great either, and I, I just can't see a, anywhere, any defense stopping uh, the offense. Julio Jones is going to have a monster game. He'll probably get about 200 yards on it him by himself. Um, so I thought the overs on there, and I'd say Atlanta on the handicap. If you give me the point five with the uh, the field goal hook I'm, I'm quite happy to take Atlanta three and a half. Um, and watch Dallas uh, losing despair once more. Uh, I agree with you on Minnesota and Indy on the overs, and i say I mentioned the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit on the overs as well. Quite, I fancy quite a lot of overs, um, and the only unders I do fancy mm. is New England, uh, Seattle. Uh, I did actually quite like one of the requested bets, Adam. Uh, the Sky Bet, she, uh, touchdown treble, uh, McCaffrey, Henry and Elliott all to score 6-1. to one. I thought that was a huge.
1: Yeah, I quite like both of them this week. Um, can't remember the other one off the top of my head, but they, they were both pretty good odds, and I'll definitely have some money on I think I'm allowed 20 maximum on the um, touchdown trebles. So I'll probably get 20 on the first one. And uh, when that comes in, chuck it on the other one.
0: Mm. Yeah, and then just to read out me about um, any time. Go on, go on, go on.
1: Sorry, yeah, I was going to go through my any times. Um, <laughs> the, the extra ones. Uh, you mentioned Jonathan Taylor, Evans, Dalvin Cook is Evans as well, both on Skybet. I said about Ross Dwelly at 16-1 uh, to one on 365 and 888. Um, and obviously you mentioned Jordan Reed. Uh, DeAndre Swift, I mentioned him before, 7-2 to two you can get for him, which I think is pretty good. Um, there's no carry-on. Well, there is carry-on Johnson, but <laughs> they they really, like no. <laughs> they really don't like him. They uh, really don't like him, which is annoying because I picked him up quite late in fantasy leagues and uh, it's completely useless. Uh, James see. Robinson for the Jaguars, 2-1. to one. Um, he got 16 carries last week, he got the two red zone carries for them, um, so I thought that for the main running back was pretty good. Uh, Anthony Firkser, at 10-1 is another one of my touchdown heroes, uh, my tight end touchdown heroes, uh, along with Big Mo, as I mentioned before, but um, both the other tight ends scored on Monday for the Titans, um, Johnny Smith and McCole uh, Pruitt, McCall Pruitt uh, both scored, so Firkser was the odd 16, one out. Yeah. Um so ten to one, I'm quite happy 16. to take that. And yeah. Marquise Hollywood Brown, seven to four against the Texans. Um quite happy again seven to four. Currently right in my bit for SBR in the States and he's even money in the States. So um yeah, more than happy to take a man who had 201 yards last week.
0: Yeah mm. you go. Yep. Uh, Quentin. Quinton I just run through mine. Quentin Cephus seven to two against the Packers. Jordan Reed, Paris Campbell twos two I 2, hunt three to eight. Mike uh four to one. He's he's gonna continue to be that price until he gets it so i think you've got a couple more weeks in him left uh, mm. before you, you, you obviously you can dash that boat sailed scott miller five to two manual sanders seven to five trick on smith 13 to five seven common 23 to 10 uh i think that is it for the uh, week two Ben podcast So hopefully uh would we'll be in the right direction we'll say we we'll put this on the website and we'll keep track of these and say three out of four week one not a bad uh, not a bad start at all Um, And then just a final reminder, obviously, Adam's good work over at touchdowntips.com and you can get him on Twitter at touchdowntips as well for all his his insight, all his... uh all these murmurings, all these rambling, and uh, generally good stuff as well. So make sure you do and go give them a follow, and uh, do let us know if you follow us in. I know we had a few comments, uh, saying that someone someone um, did your Jacobs and Cookbet last year, uh, last week as well. So that was uh, good to know we got some some happy customers. So um, yeah, good luck with everyone yeah. on on, on uh, in week two. Please, put gamble responsibly, and uh, yeah, enjoy week two. And we'll be back next this time next week, and we will recap uh, all of our winnings and all of our cash. Um, Yeah but Adam Thanks for joining me Good luck with all your bets mate And uh, we'll be back This time next week
1: No problem Cheers Tim
0: In the great words Of Kevin Cadle It's a bye bye for now Bye bye